We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, And I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Esports Biz Show. I'm your host, Justin Jacobson. This week we will be discussing esports sponsorship. Just as a disclaimer, nothing here is intended as legal advice. It's all the information for educational purposes only. This week's guest is Cody Hyman. Cody is one of the owners of Matrix Keyboards. Matrix Keyboards was founded by lifelong gamers and is in a new gaming company created to supply high-quality esports products. Matrix provides amazing gaming keyboards and keycaps with unique color schemes for competitive and passionate gamers alike. Cody, thanks for joining us. Yeah, dude. This is actually my first podcast, so I appreciate you inviting me on, and I'm stoked to... uh... Just kind of just talk about Matrix and let them know what we got going on. Well, you know, thanks for joining us. I know we're all dealing with some fun stuff, so I appreciate you making some time to come on the show. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's kind of like the whole world is just like on quarantine. So it's like we got like nothing. You know, I feel like everyone just has so much free time on their hands right now. So it's like perfect. Awesome. So, you know, to briefly introduce the topic, we're now exploring sponsorship in esports. So why is esports and, you know, sponsorship and the whole brand angle so valuable? Because, Uh, you know, because some of the largest demographic, you know, their largest demographic are males age 21 to 35. And they're pretty hard to reach via traditional marketing means, but they're also very valuable to brands. Forbes says that esports sponsorship spending will be 655 million by the end of this year. You know, brands can really sponsor a professional gamer, a streamer, content creator, you know, a team organization, you know, league-wide or just team-wide, or even, you know, event or tournament organizers. So, you know, most brands kind of break down into endemic and non-endemic brands. So endemic brands are the ones that are, you know, naturally part of esports and gaming. The traditional ones you think of, like PCs and computer hardware and monitors and controllers and gaming chairs and keyboards and you know, all of this tech stuff. And then non-endemic is really everything else. You know, so you have soda, energy drinks, beer, mm-hmm. wine, watches, cars, snacks, you know, hygiene products, beauty care products. And in recent years, companies like Nike, Coca-Cola, Red Bull, Doritos, Audi, Mountain Dew, Chipotle, AT&T, Mercedes, Gillette, you know, you have all of these top brands getting involved. So typically, you know, sponsorship, the payment they get kind of varies a lot. 
You can have what's called sponsorship in kind, which is, you know, really just free product in exchange for some marketing activation. And then on, you know, more expensive products like a PC or a laptop, you might get like a discount or a discount code in exchange for, you know, working with a brand. And then that goes all the way up to much more elaborate paid campaigns that could be for several months or years for thousands of dollars or more, really depending on the level of the parties involved and how long it's going to last. You know, then you also have what are called affiliate codes, which is essentially a code that's provided to an individual, you know, a streamer, a gamer, a team that, you know, you type it in when you do a purchase and a percentage of the sales goes to them and is a way for them to kind of act as a way to mobilize and get you fans. And then on even the higher end spectrum, you might even have sponsorship deals that the person that's getting sponsored, whether it's a team or a player, has a residual royalty payment. Say you have a mouse or a keyboard that features their likeness or their team logo. You might get paid a fee as well as a residual royalty. So, you know, the amount of fee really depends a lot on what's being delivered, called the deliverables. Or, you know, the exclusivity of the category, you know, whether this brand is the official keyboard company or whether other keyboard companies can come in, whether you're the official soda or energy drink or whether they're not, you know, and in this context, deliverables, you know, are kind of the number and frequency of social media posts and content pieces. You know, maybe it's being at a product exhibition at an event or you know, displaying a logo on your website, your social media or stream or, you know, having a logo on a jersey. And then you even have, you know, unique branded content, which product placement, you know, they have unboxing content, just a bunch of different unique ways to incorporate a sponsor's product. And, you know, the industry kind of goes by what are called KPI. These are key performance indicators. And they're really used to determine the success of a marketing campaign. You know, they really look at how many original pieces of content were generated during the activation. The number of photographs, videos, posts, you know, Instagram and Snapchat stories. What was created as a result of this? And then it really looks at the engagement, you know, how viewers interacted with the content. How many clicks and shares and retweets and replies and, you know, what the view-through rate of different content is. The total watch time. Do people just click on it and leave? Do they watch half a clip, the whole clip? Do they share it? And then you really kind of look at the impressions, which are like, you know, number of views, a number of clicks. Because, you know, a view on YouTube might not be the same as a, f- a full view. So different sure. brands look at these KPIs. Right, 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 for sure. Yeah, I think <clears throat> right now, you know, uh, esports is just booming. Um, you know, it's it's also very, very young. I feel like a lot of brands, you know, like you said, like Coca-Cola are trying to get into the game. And, and I feel like, and I don't know, you know, they're they're on, you know, the next level. They're the big dogs. But I feel like right now, since it's a, it's a young industry, um, you can get like, you know, someone like Tifu or Ninja are getting these like ridiculous amounts of views, but their price per view is I feel like is a lot younger or, or sorry, a lot younger, a lot cheaper compared to, you know, if, if I, if I wanted to work with someone in the NFL or the NBA mm-hmm. or something, it's like some of those dudes are getting, you know, they're like some of the esports dudes are just as marketable as some as the basketball, the pro basketball players, but the price difference is completely different. If you wanted to sponsor someone on the Lakers compared to someone on an esports team who's getting the same amount of views is a lot different. And I feel like this is a booming industry that, you know, you know, it's just growing year over year. And I feel like brands are just trying to get in, in, in every way possible from every aspect, like you said, from YouTube ads to Google ads to just, just full force, just going, you know, really hard in this. And I feel like the next few, like the next, I feel like the next few years, five years, it's going to be a huge growth as far as like, you know, there's already articles on it, just how much money is getting, you know, put into esports. And I think the other day, you know, ESPN put NASCAR, like an esports NASCAR race, and the numbers were fantastic on ESPN on TV. And then I think ESPN came out with saying that they're looking for more esports uh, leagues to put on TV and stuff. So, like, I, I did, I think the next year it's just going to keep growing. More money is going to be involved. You know, prices per players are going to go up, and it's just going to start, you know, growing just like any other sport, which is pretty cool to see. And just, uh, you know, esports just just growing like how it is. 
Yeah, so I mean, I definitely, even today, I think that Fox announced that they're going to be televising Madden tournaments going forward. So, right, right. You know, yeah. So, kind of building from that. So, you know, Cody, tell us a little bit more about your past esports experience. Yeah, so going back all the way. Um, so, uh, one of my good friends, his name is Dylan Price. Um, he goes by Phase Attach, um, or I guess now he was on Phase when I first met him and everything like that. And um, I used to work. Um, with the Call of Duty Face team traveling with all the events and just helping with their social media, um, just kind of help growing their, you know, just posting content to help grow their social media, you know, and then that goes back into marketing. If their social media grows, then they can, you know, charge more per sponsor. So essentially helping them grow their social media for brand deals, essentially, and everything like that from Instagram to Twitter to YouTube. So I started with them, working with them and made great connections in the industry. Just every event I went to, I met new people, you know, just super awesome dudes in the scene. Um, and then with that, at the same time, I used to also work for glassy eyewear and they also make gaming glasses. And I was kind of reaching out, um, to people first starting the call of duty scene, kind of reaching out to people, um, who wore glasses, um, or, or whether it's prescription glasses or gaming glasses. So I kind of had like just connections in the scene with esports with through phase and glassy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of, yeah, just kept making more connections every event I went to and just kind of focused on, you know, when, I, when I'm at these events, don't just do my social media and that's my bare minimum job. I focused on going up to people, trying to meet them, make more scenes in the community because I knew this is the community I wanted to be in. So that's basically like my background, just kind of like friends had a connection in and then just made more connections from there, basically, but focused on working on the connections. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to esports to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChute.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. BlueChew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, B-L-U-E-CHEW.com. Promo code BLUEWIRE. So, you know, good advice for our listeners. It's just got to be there and network. And, you know, if you're not doing the bare minimum, you have opportunities to meet the right people. And as they say, you got to be in it to win it. So Dude, I think that, you know, absolutely. Cody, I'm going to say right now is networking is, is key. Absolutely. So what are you currently working on now? Yeah. So if, if you want to, if you want to keep my story kind of going, um, you know, kind of fast forward a little bit, you know, when I worked at glassy Two, um, they kind of, they're, they've been in business for nine years and they're some of my great friends and they introduced me to like manufacturers and connections um, overseas from different manufacturers and all this. So then I kind of had like my brain <clears throat> was kind of thinking, you know, like, Hey, like I'm, I've been an entrepreneur, you know, growing up and I kind of saw an opening um, about two years ago. I needed, I wanted a new keyboard, um, you know, Fortnite was popping off. I was, you know, trying, you know, doing scrims and all this stuff. And, and I wanted, I needed a 60% keyboard. Um, you know, I saw, I heard Ducky was a, you know, a good brand at the time. Um, so, but, but Ducky is a brand um, from, I believe, Thailand um, or overseas somewhere. And the only place you can get it is from this other third party website. And I ordered it. It took three months to get because they were just sold out like crazy because they were the only, like, I guess, brand making 60% keyboards. Um, 
ordered it. It came, unfortunately, after like a month, it was defective and broke. I couldn't reach out to Ducky. I had to reach out to a third-party website and then reach out to Ducky. And it was just a big, bad customer service, bad customer experience. And I was like, hey, look, like I have connections with manufacturers in China. I have connections in the community. I think I could really go for, you know, creating, um, you know, a quality brand in 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 the states because there was no you know it was only thailand and they had to do the whole third party thing so i was like you know what i think i can create an, an amazing brand i have all the connections to make this happen i'm just going to go for it you know start doing all my research you know fast forward started ordering launched matrix and and, and um you know started it it started doing well you know and just kept growing and, and, and now we're here you know so um that's basically kind of my kind of background on how it kind of transitioned from working from a team to making connections to learning every aspect where i went from glassy learning something from working at phase kind of working for them learning something so just kind of saw an opportunity and just kind of went with it so what makes your product you know so unique and special i know you're mentioning the keyboard percentage go in a little detail into that yeah, I mean, I can talk about the one we have now available, and I can also talk about our new one that we got coming out because our new one has a lot more features. Um, but just starting out, for example, um, the number one, so the, the 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 keyboard that I bought originally was a Ducky, um, and and what happened was is one of the switches um, was defective. So when a switch is defective, it's soldered in. Your whole board is essentially done. If you if your you know W key doesn't work, well, then you can't move forward in gaming. You you can't ever use your w key again you're essentially your keyboard is done that key will never work again so one thing that's kind of unique about our products that we wanted to like kind of like solve or like fix this issue because i guess they were known for the for these you know problems um so one thing that's unique about our keyboard is let's say you know one switch goes out you can pull that switch out it's not soldered in it's it's with pins going down you can pull it out um, put a new switch in and you have a brand new keyboard again. We have that. Let's say new switch. There's new switches coming out all the time. Let's say you want the new, like speed silvers just came out last year, became popular last year. So let's say a new switch comes out. That's even faster, more responsive. You can buy just the switch. You can essentially upgrade your keyboard to the faster, or whatever switches you want without having to go buy a whole new keyboard, which is pretty cool. And then one thing about some you know 60% is kind of new the past year or two one thing cool about 60% keyboards is it's not like some people think that like the keys are smaller like 60% it's the keys are exactly the same you just get rid of the the the, the keys that you don't need for gaming so there's no f1 keys or f, f f keys up top there's no arrow keys on the side and there's no numpad so it's a smaller keyboard and the reason you want that is either you play traditionally with your board you know horizontally and then since you have more um, space in your mouse pad now you can have more room for flicks and swipes and the pros play with their whole hand and not their wrist so there's another benefit and then even some pros like symphony they play with their boards vertical and when you play with the vertical if it was a full-size keyboard it would stick off the desk and hit you in um <laughs> in like the ribs so essentially like our boards are you know designed around kind of gaming ergonomically and then also, you know, some performance things from upgrades. And like I said, our new keyboard coming out, like we're upping, we're upping the hertz on like the PCB. So essentially, it'll be more responsive, like responding to the PC for essentially quicker, you know, response time. So in-game performance should be essentially better or faster. Okay, so that makes sense. These are really high-performance gaming keyboards where... Exactly. Where you don't need the number pad because you're not typing numbers when you're gaming you know right right, right. And, construct pylon or whatever you're playing sure yeah and you still have number like you still have number keys up above like your you know your normal letters just you just uh-huh. don't have the number pad and then we on our keyboards it's called function keys so on bottom right you can press function arrow key and that's up so you still have arrows technically it's just not hard um hard arrows it's like function key arrows if that makes okay. sense yeah so it's still awesome. a fully functional keyboard for your day-to-day operations, but it's also higher performance strictly like for it's meant for gaming for sure. Awesome. So I know you guys recently announced a large partnership with Misfits Gaming and their Florida Mutineers and Mayhem team. So tell us a little bit more about this. How did this all happen? Yeah, dude. Yeah, we're psyched to work with them. Um, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do the full story. So back in the day before the Fortnite World Cup for 30 million. Um, there, there, there was scrim, there was, you know, a few scrim lobbies, but you know, they were decent here and there. And we were like, Hey, like 
no one's really hosting tournaments. Like let's host tournaments. So for good, for a good practice and B, you know, you have a chance of just winning, you know, some free products, you know, nothing too crazy, but a lot of people came out. Like we, we were a lot smaller. It was before the world cups so around, I think June, May of 2019. And all these pros started showing up because everyone was getting, the world was getting around that. It was just, it was good practice. Like in game was insane. Like it was it awesome. Was good competition. It was great competition, great practice. So a lot of people were coming out. Um, and like one of the people that came out was clicks, um, who, who, um, who's on misfits. And, um, we kind of got connected with him. We did like a giveaway with him. Um, and everything like that. And I, I think at the time he had 12,000 followers on Twitter. Um, and then he, after the world cup, like he, he, I think he qualified five times for the world cup, like something crazy. He just kept winning, kept, just kept, kept like, just kept growing like crazy, growing like crazy, growing like crazy. Um, fast forward, you know, I think four or five months, you know, he's using our keyboard, you know, we sent him some more stuff. He's using our stuff. He's loving it. He likes the quality, he likes everything. He kind of reached out. Um, asking if we work with teams, I said, who did you have in mind? You know, I, I figured it was misfits, but I just asked, who do you have in mind? And he kind of just said like, Hey, you know, like, I think you guys should work. It would be cool. You know, to partner with misfits and kind of put us in touch with them. And then kind of the, you know, the rest is history. We worked out a deal. Everyone's happy. We're psyched. We have a, so much stuff lined up with them this year. Um, that's kind of new to the scene. Um, that isn't really been done before. And, and yeah, we're psyched on the partnership. Um, we have a lot of, uh, like, branded items with them from misfits to clicks to um with it so i guess i should also go back a little bit so misfits um also owns the franchise team florida mayhem and florida mutineers so we also sponsor them too in this so we get clicks on misfits all of misfits um or let me rephrase that all of na of misfits so any any of their international teams i think their csgo team and league of legend teams that is, is a different brand we're all the na teams so we got misfits uh, mayhem mutineers and um, we're doing branded product with them we kind of basically like how we run matrix is very clean cut and we look at it as if you want to be successful you need to go a above and beyond and be different so how we wanted to be different is is like more like traditional sports is you can go to to you know lebron james for example you can go and buy his lebron james shoes you can go buy you know all these pro, you know, some of the top, you know, marketable pros, they have their own Kyrie, signature shoe. Ex dude, exactly. Exactly. Not everyone has a shoe, by no means, no, but the, the marketable ones. people. Exactly. So we wanted to keep that same thing. Like, dude, clicks is super marketable. Why does he not have product with his name on it? He has thousands and thousands of fans. Like, like I said, when we first reached out to him, he had 12,000 followers on Twitter. And I think now he has 400,000 in a matter of like six, seven, eight months. And then he's growing like crazy. And that's just Twitter. YouTube, he's popping off. Instagram is popping off. So we were really intrigued in working with, you know, clicks and misfits and all them. And, 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 um, and we felt like, Hey, if we do some branded products with them, it, it, you know, the only things that's really have, we have seen like this was the Ninja mouse 2018 December, I think where Ninja came out with his own signature mouse. And it was just one time drop. And then scuff controllers also do like signature pro model stuff. Other than that, nothing's being done as far as keyboards, you know, so we kind of look at it as, Hey, Hey clicks, we want to do, you know, these products with your name on it, signature colorways, we design it. And, and we're almost actually done designing it, and we should be announcing it actually within the next week or two. So this is kind of the first like kind of announcement almost. So special, uh, special um, announcement first, first heard here, actually, no one knows that we're doing a clicks keyboard or anything. Well, this may come live after that happens, but you know, my one question, does Quicks or the team, do they have any kind of input in the actual design of the keyboard? Yes. Do you make any yeah. modifications based on yes. that? No, that's actually a great question. That's a great question. Um, so for both parties, whatever they post or what we post, both parties have to approve. So we've, you know, it's actually funny. We actually came up with a colorway, kind of got a render made of it. Um you know, thought, sat on it, thought about it. And then we kind of changed our mind. Like, Hey, we actually shouldn't do this colorway. We think this will be better. It goes better. We feel like it's better branding with, with everything. And we actually changed it all up. I'm not going to say the colorway, but, um, it, it, it looks sweet. It looks really cool. Okay. But like in the actual technical side of stuff, have, you know, does clicks or any other gamers given you any 
you know, insight on how to, you know, advance the keyboard or anything. That oh, oh, for. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant clicks. Both. No, Just I mean both keyboard. design. No, and no, no, definitely. Um, absolutely, we get e- from the pros to to our, you know, customers to supporters. We get DMs and emails. I feel like almost every day of just suggestions, which is pretty awesome. People coming to us just saying like, because you know, just give, you know, they want to see us grow. They're coming to us, which is pretty cool. And and I feel like one thing cool about us is that since we are a smaller brand, people feel that we listen to them. You know, we, we have a lot of, we've have a few reviews out there of our products. And one thing that people say over and over in the reviews is that, that we listen to community. We're very involved in our community, which is so true before we usually like 99% of the time before we start producing like a new colorway or a new product, You've probably already seen it on our social media asking you like, hey, guys, what's your favorite color? Or what do you think left or right? Or what do you think of these four colorways? Like we get feedback before we just make anything. So we kind of have a good idea of like, hey, this is going to do well, which is pretty cool. Because I feel like big brands, maybe they have market research dudes that they hire over there, maybe. But like for the most part, they just kind of you come out and then you're like either psyched on it or you're not. And you don't know what you're getting from these big brands. But for us, we listen to everybody. We read every single DM every single email, every single notification at us, everything. So we're, we're super involved. And I feel like that's one thing <clears throat> that, I, that I would suggest to smaller brands is just do be so involved in your community. Listen to them, listen to them without them. You're nothing. So I know it sounds cheesy, but they, I mean, they help out a lot. I mean, it's your marketplace. You know, these are your fans. They're going to, you know, hopefully grow in with your keyboards as you get more high tech and potentially Absolutely. other products, Absolutely. you know, you kind of have this ongoing thing. Like, you know, I've had Logitech webcams since, you know, high school. Like, you know, right, I'm right, telling sure. you, like, I've, I've had that little lodge, you know, the one that, that was like the circle one that like moved up and down. Like, you know, that's just been something that's always evolved with kind of my generation. Right. Yeah. And one thing cool too is like, they're, they, 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 they kind of like, there's some like there's some people who who's emailed us some stuff and we're like, dude, that's genius. That's smart. And then we we end up, you know, end up working on it. You know, like some people, for example, will message us saying, hey, you should make a switch like this. The reason you should make this is and they give us an example. Why? Like a reason like, you know, hey, you know, people really like the blue switches because of the clicking noise, but it's the slowest switch. So it makes no sense performance wise, but people like it for the sound. Imagine if you made a performance switch with the clicky noise, you know, that sound that they like you know, make a hybrid of both, you know, that's for, that's just one example, you know, like we get, you know, so it's, so yeah, I don't know the best way. I'm just kind of ranting, but yeah, the best thing I could say is listen to the people, you know, you know, they, they know, they know what's up, you know, to, to be successful as you, you know, you got to take it to the next level. If you make the same product as your competition, why would they, why should they buy from you? They'll buy from what's already been out. So it's like, you need, you know, you need, got to take it to the next level. And that's why we're like, Cool, Ducky has a 60% keyboard. How can we be different? Let's do branded products. Let's do hot swappable keyboard. Let's make, you know, let's make a better PCB. Let's make a more unique case. You know, let's do more colors. Like, so yeah, that's kind of what we're focused on right now with Matrix is just expanding our product line. So um, for example, we we have um these coiled special cables coming out soon. We're gonna have a new rubberized keycap set coming out soon. Um, we're going to have space bars coming out soon, more escape keys, adding on more colorways. We have our new sector four keyboard. It's like this, like head to toe built from scratch by us, like thing coming out in should be end of August. Like we're working on a lot of stuff that just kind of like hopefully pushing the industry kind of like, all right, it's almost like, it's kind of like, it goes back and forth. Like, all right, you made the best product. Then someone else makes the next best product. Then you have to beat them out and beat them out. And just like a never ending thing of just working on improving. And it's, it's pretty cool because each brand kind of pushes the next brand and the next brand and the next brand just to be even better and better and better, which is better for the community. Cause then they just keep getting better and better products. Cause it just forces us to work on better and better products. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a very good point you have. So, you know, as a brand, what do you kind of look for in potential products, you know, on both the organizational side and, you know, like yeah. the gaming influencer and streamer side. Yeah, that dude, that's a great question. You know what we do at, at this very moment? We see kind of like what what's hot and we try to get it where we're not too late. For example, there's these coiled cables. You can't really find a place to have them in stock anywhere. And right now they're only being made by hand. So it's very hard to produce a lot of them. And we found a way to have them always in stock 
So, you know, people aren't having to wait month, two months, three months. And also we also learned how to get the price down. Like these cables are, you know, anywhere going from starting at 50 bucks, you know, they can probably go up to 70 and it's just like, just for a cable, like a keyboard's a hundred dollars. And you're saying just as cable is that much. So that's one thing too, you know, when people, when brands start getting competitive with each other, it brings down the price as well for the consumer, um, which is good for them. Everyone's happy on that end. And yeah, we're just kind of working on trying to listen, I guess, listen, listen to the community. Like everyone, like, for example, we have product shots, we, we, you know, or, or people, customers will send in photos to us so we could post and they get a little shout out and we get a little marketing out of it. You know, this nice photo and some of our, you know, supporters will have these coiled cables and we were getting nonstop DMs. Like what cable is that? What cable is that? What cable is that? Where can I get that? So just kind of like, again, we just listen to the community. Clearly everyone wants these cables. Let's figure out how we can, you know, produce these. So that's kind of what it's been. For example, our keycaps. We, there was backlit keycaps, but they weren't good quality. And the only good quality keycaps out there at the time were Ducky and Tai Hao, and they weren't backlit. So we're like, okay, people have kept asking, backlit keycaps, backlit keycaps. So we kept seeing it over and over again. So then we went and did it. We listened to the community. So it's kind of like, we just listen to see what people want. We, we go get it done. And the reason at this at, at this very moment, this business model works kind of is because we're a small business and we can work very, very quick. Something like Razor or HyperX or Logitech, they're a billion dollar company. You know, like, you know how many times that thing has to get approved and cleared and checked and everything. And by the time they want to bring it out, it could be too late. It's, it's passed. You know, it could be a year later until that thing comes out and tested and worked on. So that's one benefit of a small business that we take advantage of is listening to the community and then working quick on it for sure. So when, you know, looking for like potential brand partnerships and, you know, endorsement kind of people, what do you kind of look for, you know, in an organization or, you know, a streamer? Is it based on their social media metrics or level yeah, of notoriety yeah, yeah, yeah. No, or what? No, um, I think two things. Um, one is, you know, you know, Clicks and Misfits was our first like big, you know, brand deal. So, so this is still new to us, but we went after them. Um, you know clicks was you know he kind of reached out to us and we felt he was super marketable to the and he it's almost like he fit in our business plan and our business plan was like i said was treating it more like sports on branded products and we felt hey if we stick clicks name on some products or mayhem or misfits we can move products because of their name because they're marketable so so we we felt like, hey, this is right up our alley. This dude's marketable. He's in Fortnite. That's the biggest game that you know Matrix is more known in or more popular in. And we just felt it was it was the it was the perfect dude to pick up and perfect team pick up. And he also liked your product. And I think that that's kind of an important point to bring up is that like oh for he sure reached out to you because he liked using the product. He felt gave him and you know hopefully his teammates a performance edge. Right. And that's like a natural part of any of these activations. Right. I, yeah, it was definitely for sure like an organic relationship and partnership. So it was just it was just perfect from like head to toe. So if say you're like, you know, a streamer, an influencer and they want to, you know, maybe have some kind of affiliate relationship with you or, you know, how do they kind of begin the path to working with your brand? Yeah. OK, so this is a very touchy subject. So we probably get, you know, three, four, five people minimum a day asking, hey, can we sponsor it? How can we sponsor it? You know, I have X amount of followers. It's very hard as like, like, unless you have a big following, it's hard for a small brand to work with, 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 you know, with you um, for, for two reasons. One is, you know, we also, we look at it as in two ways. One, we, we are very selective. Like we kind of took like the Apple approach, very clean cut. If you look at our box, there's no branding on it. Just our logo. Very simple very simple plain and people loved our box loved it it's just the packaging is very simple and plain so we, we want to keep that same image throughout everything so if we just gave everyone affiliate codes and everyone not everyone but you know anyone who kind of reached out we just feel like it kind of would saturate it a little bit and be like oh working with them isn't that special so that was one thing that kind of goes into it a little bit but also you know whether us or smaller brands it, you know it's tough like hey we can't we don't have a, a marketing budget to pay you, 
you know, I can't, let's say someone with 20,000 followers, hey, hey, that is great. That is fantastic. Great job. Love the grind. But in reality, you know, if we give you a code, if you get us 50 sales this year, you know, I can't give you a salary. That's not, you're not, you know, you, you, you like you aren't, it's just, it, it, not to be rude, but just like they aren't marketable enough to be pushing product for me to pay you a salary to see a good return on investment. It's very like business oriented on why, you know, sure. Maybe we can give you free, you know, free products, but it's again, like going back to it, that's just our choice of like, we're very, very, very selective. And we want to look at it as like, Hey, if you work with matrix, your family, very tight knit, and, 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 you know, it's hard, it's difficult because we're super selective and we want just like a very, very strong brand image, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that that's an important point and, you know, it kind of goes to something with the clicks and misfits. Like it made sense for you guys because, you know, the numbers and the metrics were there and the clout and the respect and they liked the product. So I think to exactly. your point is that, you know, someone who, is looking to build a long-term, you know, partnership as opposed to like, okay, I want some free keyboards and, you know, some money is something that might be more in your wheelhouse where there's someone, you know, maybe a bigger streamer or gamer who sees the long-term value in working with a high performance brand who's very in touch with the community. And like you said, everyone wanted backlit, you know, keycaps, backlit keycaps, and boom, you brought them back with keycaps. So you know, I think that people that are listening and looking for potential opportunities, especially, you know, with your brand or any brand need to understand that this is how it works. You know, you got to have the metrics yes, and the numbers yes. for a brand it, to put the money behind you and for them to be able right. to put the investment. And when you have I, an expensive product, like, you know, keyboards and stuff that, you know, the tech side, you have to be even more selective because you can't just be giving free keyboards to everyone. Like, you know, it just... Yeah, we'd be out of business. Yeah, I think and one thing too, I don't want to get people confused too. It's not just numbers. It, it's it's multiple things. It's hey, you know, are you do you fit in our brand image? You know, are you very clean cut and professional? You know, yes, clicks is only fifteen, but if you look how he streams, it's very you know, it's very it's it's himself, but he's very professional. He's clean cut. You know, he fit our brand image or what we want Matrix to how we want Matrix to be represented. We also felt he was respected in the scene as one of the best. And then his also numbers were there to where if we work with you, we'll see a return on investment and not, you know, lose money and have a you know bad deal and, and you know, go either go under or just lose a bunch of money. So we felt it checked off, you know, multiple checks or boxes. Interesting. So what advice do you have for, you know, aspiring gamers and teams? Oh my gosh, I can partners. Okay. So number one thing, whether you're small or you're big, is and I've said this to multiple people is, is, is social media is your, is your best friend and you can't just do one social media and, and that's it. You need to be very well-rounded if you want to make it these days. Cause think about it. What makes, again, going back from like matrix to be successful, our business model is we wanted to be different to stand out. Same exact thing needs to apply for making it in the scene. Like, you know, you, you need to be different. What makes you different than all the other streamers or content creators out there? For example, you, you know, find different, you know, I would sit down and, and come up with different ways. I don't know the answer, but come up with different ways to be different, but professional and, you know, good ideas, not just something crazy. Um, I also suggest, you know, you, you know, I think people also work harder, not smarter. Um, trying to, um, you know, going for content creator or being a pro. Um, I think your best bet is, you know, they think like, oh, if I just grind streaming, you know, I'll, I'll grow and I'll get a following over time. But it, it's kind of your, that aspect is you're working harder, in my opinion. You know, you're putting eight hours in a day creating this, you know, streaming. But if, but if you're averaging 20 viewers, you are so down on the list to be found, you're not really growing that fast. So in my opinion, Go, go work on a different platform, grow faster on there, and then send people to your Twitch platform or your main platform or you, what you want to do your career on. So I personally think what you should be doing, you know, it's easier said than done. Maybe ease into it, build up to it. But I really think you should creating a YouTube video every single day. And I'll go into details why. 
Um, sure, maybe, like I said, ease into it. Maybe do it every other day. Maybe do it once a week. Get get into a rhythm. Then step it up. Step it up. The reason you want to do YouTube is, let's say you get a win on Fortnite or a crazy something. It doesn't even have to be something like that crazy. As long as you have a good thumbnail and title, people will click on it. People will view it. And they'll forget what they're actually watching because they're just, just entertained on just the generic stuff. And you just got views out of that. And then... And the, the, the reason I suggest YouTube is the number one platform at the very moment is because you could post a video, it's two years old or six months old, and it's still getting recommended on the side and people are watching it and you're still getting views, sending them to your Twitter, your Twitch, your TikTok, your Instagram. So compared to Instagram and Twitter, when you post and it's been 24 hours, that post is pretty much down the feed. It's gone because everything's in chronological order of time pretty much. So I say what you should be doing is, is Posting a YouTube video every day because you you can be getting views from that as long as like I said it's a good title, good thumbnail, you know, not too much clickbait, but you know maybe a little bit, getting people intrigued, hmm. and sending people to your other social medias, and then that will send people to your Twitch to your Twitch to grow. So now essentially you should be doing YouTube and your other social like going back. It, you post a video every day on YouTube, ten minutes, three minutes, twenty minutes, whatever it is, whatever you feel is good content. Then you take a clip of that, whether it's funny crazy good and then you post a little clip on instagram and twitter sending people to your youtube or just creating content to post so that way you have your double your double dipping you have youtube content you got twitter content instagram content and all that content and sending it to twitch because your end goal is for you to grow on twitch so instead of spending eight hours on twitch i suggest six five and then spend the other two three hours content 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 because if you're, it, cause you, people think like, I see so many people that are inspiring, you know, to get sponsored or this and that. And it's just like, all you're doing is streaming on Twitch, averaging 10 viewers and you, you know, you just keep doing it, keep doing it, but you can't expect to grow at a rate to get where you want to be by just doing that. So I think you need to be hitting content. You TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, if you can every day, every other day. And then, and if you consistently do that, you will grow following over time. It's not easy. It's not overnight. And then eventually you'll start seeing all your numbers go up. And the more numbers you go up, I call it the snowball effect. So the more subscribers and views you get on YouTube, the more YouTube pushes your video. So it's kind of like the more you grow, the easier and easier it gets. So I just suggest be different, work smarter, not harder. I mean, that's unbelievable advice to all of our listeners out there. You might have just got the golden nugget. Seriously, I see. Yeah, yeah, I see so many people doing the same thing, same thing over and over. Twitter clip, that's funny. Instagram clip, that's funny. Stream on Twitch. Like, you got to be doing it all, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to do it all. Got to do it all. So what's the future of your business? Where is Matrix going from here? Yeah, dude. Uh, so everything's, like, just... it. It's almost like we're running into good problems. For example... We're moving products so fast, like the, the demand is higher than the supply. So, like, we're if you go on our website right now, we probably have three or four colorways sold out, and they'll be back in stock in two months. So, we're we're slowly getting that smaller and smaller and smaller. You know, ordering every order we do is just times two, times three, times four order size. So, we're just slowly scaling our business because um, you never want to just dump everything and put all your eggs in one basket or do this and that. You know, it's kind of like a big game of chess. But the plan of Matrix is yeah, just slowly grow um our you know inventory and scaling that way and then also scaling so that's scaling for business people that's scaling um vertically we're, we're, we're scaling our business as far as you know inventory and stuff like that then we're also trying to scale horizontally which is adding more products so i kind of said it earlier but we're gonna have cables coming out in about three months we got new rubber keycaps coming out in three months space bars in about two three months we have our new keyboard this summer we're working on performance mouse pads. We're work- I can't say it now, but we're working on some like for holiday. We're already beginning to work on holiday products, some new stuff like super sick. So the future of Matrix is to keep growing our brand um, vertically and horizontally from, you know, new product categories. Like eventually we want to get into mice. That's the goal for 2021. Pretty much every year we want to have like we I called the big three pillars, keyboards, mice, headsets. So kind of this year we have our new sector Four keyboard. Um, and then we plan on having, hopefully we can get it done in time, a TKL keyboard. So that's technically a new category product, the TKL holy by holiday. We want to have possibly mice next year and then hopefully, you know, 2020 headsets. So 
that's kind of like the plan for matrix keep growing the brand like i said horizontally and vertically and then also at the same time um everything's been organic at the moment as far as marketing all we do is social media we've never really paid for marketing we haven't really paid for anything um as far as marketing besides this clicks deal that just that just went through um so now we're starting to work with this agency that actually gets started on april 8th um that does that's going to be doing handling all our digital marketing from google ads um instagram ads facebook ads youtube ads like everything so that should ramp up our business um a lot from and then also clicks stuff misfits stuff mayhem stuff and then the goal is um you know um and so far amazing but the goal is you know to get this clicks deal to hit all our numbers that we want to hit and and if the deal goes great then and hopefully expand into other teams and, and players and just keep kind of keep it going. Awesome. I mean, that sounds amazing. So, yeah. you know, I really like to end each interview with my three questions. Sure, sure, sure. So what's your favorite game to watch? Whew. Okay. You don't have to just pick one, you know, you can give me a few. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go in a little detail. Favorite game to watch hands down is Fortnite. Okay. Um, but I also enjoy, certain streamers though i don't just watch fortnite by itself usually it'll be like hey i really love like watching clicks or i really love watching booga or i really love watching you know these certain people be just how they play is just it's just mesmerizing i just love their style i love how they play you know they're really good i learn from them you know um yeah but overall fortnite you know i love csgo though i love watching csgo too um, I got really got into Overwatch lately, especially that we sponsor um, the Overwatch League. So we watch all their league games. We watch all the potential people reaching out to us, like other teams have been reaching out to us. So we've been, you know, kind of watching their teams too and kind of getting more into it. I was never into Overwatch, but now that we kind of have skin in the game, I'm super intrigued. I'm trying to learn every player, trying to learn everything about it, all like, you know, to the nerdy little details, what they call it, you know, stuff. Um, but But yeah, that's basically the, you know, the long answer just yeah i love you know i just love esports i love video games i love competition so what's your favorite games to play okay hands down fortnite but i feel that that's just because that's the best game i'm at i love the building aspect i love the editing aspect you know of, of the building um i love that you know you can outskill someone not just in shooting and stuff but also in building so there's two aspects that you can you know outsmart someone you know whether it's a 200 q iq move move um but i just kind of got in the war zone you know that's been pretty fun it kind of brings me back to the PUBG days um yeah fortnite but back to you what do you what do you like what do you, you um, watch I mean, watching or, or if you i'm a i'm a big 2k guy like i would say I pretty okay much like 2k most every sick you know i'm very involved in the 2k week so i really enjoy watching that i was at almost every match during season one and two really okay um i mean this isn't really, you know, sensitive information, uh, but it's pretty cool, I think, to say. You might be intrigued in it. But uh, um, from the Pacers, they have a, um, a 2K team, and they actually reached out to us and sent us some, sent us some, uh, some, nice. some Pacer Cody. gear. Yep, so, so Cody uh, over at Pacers Gaming to carry you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I have never Cody's played 2K, but, but they reached out, and they're super cool, and sent us some gear. And now, I'm, you know, now I'm a 2K fan, and I'm a Pacers fan, it, just a basketball team. So pretty cool pretty cool yeah they definitely are doing some really good things over there with the nba 2k week right so. like right now it doesn't make sense because I, I believe it's controllers but yeah. in the you know i love building like i guess the number one thing to take from all this is always look at anything you're doing as a possible way to either learn or make connections so sure maybe we can't work with them right now but hey we, we have a great relationship with them now and who knows in the future if we do headsets well hey that makes sense you know they use headsets where maybe we can do, you know, partner up with them. So, so exactly. So, you know, the last question is, you know, who's your favorite video game character, you know, Mario, Yoshi, Pikachu. Oh my gosh. Whew. I know I got all the brain busters. I already got end. mine. I already got mine, but it's not a real person. I don't know if you can count it, but Charizard all the way. No, that counts. That's a, that counts, right? That's a character. Yeah. Play Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. That's Fire a childhood hero right there. Can't childhood hero. I actually, Chris is into it too. So we have an office space. It's pretty funny. We, we want to collect the first edition, all 151 Pokemon, and then frame it in our office and have it on the wall. Because it's just like, that's what we grew up with. Like, I was five years old and got the, you know, 
Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Red, and that's just some OG stuff that we would love to have on the wall. And we've kind of slowly started the collection. For Christmas, I bought Chris uh, a first edition Charizard. <laughs> I have some. I mean, uh, now we're going really nerdy. We might have to right. edit this out. I definitely have a box of Pokemon cards somewhere. <laughs> I'm so mad at myself. Like, I got rid of it in a garage sale when I was probably like 13 when I was over it. And I'm so mad at myself. So, I had so, so much, so much. Do you guys play Pokemon Go? Do you guys think that's something that's going to be big? Just kind you of know throw one question. I, I played it for a week and it just didn't feel like the original game. And I just didn't get into it. I didn't get into it. Sure, I played it for a week, but I didn't get into it. But I did buy a Switch specifically for the last Pokemon that just came out, which I think is Sword and Shield. Yeah. I played it. It was a. I gave it. I gave it a five out of ten. Oh wow! I, I felt it was a good. It. I I felt like it was a good game, but I felt like. It, it it they I don't know if you played it, but basically every step of the way they told you exactly where to go. They didn't give you the aspect where like it was challenging at all. Like I beat it, I could have beat that game in a day. I guess they probably were helping little kids a lot more in it. Right. I think they cater to like that, so you don't get confused and stuff. Which I get, I get. But for me, like I wanted to be a challenge. Like I beat the game in the day. And it's like well now one. I want I wanted this game <laughs> to last a month. You know like. Fair enough. So you know, but, thank you so much for joining us, Cody. This was you know extremely insightful. So where can everyone find you guys? Yeah, um, I'm Brody Braxton. I know my name's Cody, uh, but in the friend group, there's so many Cody's, so I kind of go by Brody. So on social media, I'm Brody Braxton. You know, shoot me a follow. Reach out if you have any questions. I'd love to, you know, if you have any questions how to grow your brand, grow your team, how to get sponsored, anything, dude, feel free to reach out my DMs or reach out to Chris. Um, I think his is, uh, um, I think it's, his is like uh, MXK Chris, I believe is his handle. You know, reach out to him too. He would love to help out you guys. He's the other owner as well. Um, if you have Matrix any suggestions, keyboards. yeah, or Matrix keyboards, we read all the DMs or shoot us an email on our website. Yeah, yeah, we love talking to people. We love the community. Awesome. So you know, thanks everybody again for tuning in, and make sure to follow me on Twitter, Justin J E S Q, and check Apple Podcast for all past episodes. Thanks. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.